0: Oh, I don't know. today we're here for another podcast about slaughterhouse
1: five this one's different than the last one not slaughterhouse six what <laughs> not slaughterhouse seven not, not slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse eight eight fingers will be so five. <laughs> i just felt the need to
0: show two five <laughs>
1: okay well um my name is abby i'm abby
0: um
2: i'm are you today i don't know
1: um nadia okay whoa <laughs> yeah hello welcome to today's episode just passing through time Ooh. and today we're
0: going to talk to you about slaughterhouse five so this was a book that was like an anti-war book about this guy named billy pilgrim who was honestly based off of the author himself who was also in world war ii which is known as kurt Vonnegut. Wow. he's kind of an icon yeah, he's. I don't know. Pretty he's neat.
1: To Supposed to be a funny He'd dude. We love Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. If he was still <laughs> <laughs> alive. If he was still alive? like that? Sorry. We love. <laughs> okay, pretty but uh, Billy. <laughs> I was gonna say Billy Pickle. Kid at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Billy Pilgrim. So it's okay. What Abby said. He's kind of a weird dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, like lanky he's a, and funny looking. Like someone I know. actually a lot of people i know anyways true most teenagers (laughs) okay well pull it up (laughs) billy had kind of a hard life like
0: everybody in his life would kind of die because he was like in a war so it goes his whole family would just slowly die off i mean even his wife died when he supposedly died at one point but pretty much the book goes through different events in his life, different memories, but it's not in a chronological order, and it doesn't seem to have any order at all, because that's just kind of the way that Billy's mind is working after he was in the Dresden bombing and has major PTSD. And his way of coping is to remember all the memories in a different way, and it also brought him to Tralfamador.
1: Yep, we from the Door is like Billy's like dream place. It's well it's like the alien place.
2: Yeah. So they, the alien well it's him. like his ideal yeah. place, you know.
0: Where people can see him and finally see him for who he is. Yeah. And as like a unique person that's
1: Yeah, I do like the shape yeah, the awesome. alien, so kind of the aliens though. They kinda be looking cute. With their they're little... just a hand. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be looking cute though. Their are hand in <laughs> the Some I'm people well like hands yeah. Okay, yeah. well like oh not me, but like they're kinda of cute, like with their little like like this the way they're Like, if you give them a high five, their eye would like get squished. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, anyways. Okay. <clears throat> well,
0: on another other topic at hand. At Billy. We <laughs> 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 didn't even realize you did that. <laughs> Billy just kinda had a hard life, and so he worked really hard on trying to cope with his problems that he dealt with and one of his ways was to kind of go off into this imaginary land dreamscape area which was trial the door which was one of the many ways that he tried to cope which also messed up his mind even more because his family thinks he's crazy and other people think he's crazy he is a little he's a little off but he's just built different okay he's it's our billy yeah
1: <laughs> but um is on stretch.
0: yeah so and pretty much just had a hard life, and from this, we had to figure out what Billy's life was like, and like how he saw life. Yeah, we had to unravel. We each had our own different views on that, so that's what we are planning on talking about next.
1: Okay, I'm starting off for my image of life project. I did an essay, but I explained it via Google Slide. So the, inevitib- inevitably, I cannot- yeah, inevitably, I can't say that word. Of death is an impactful theme in Kurt Vonnegut's book Slaughterhouse-Five. Uh, Kerr shows an image of death and despair in his writing and his life image is lively and darkly beautiful thus connects to his life, which is the beautiful part. Okay, so starting off mine, after my thesis, I said, how does he see his image of life? I said, he sees his image of life that um, he really does not have an image of life, but like an image of death, but his image of life is like very dark and cruel via like shows via his writing.
0: He just more so, thinks you're
2: born to die.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like other like things. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, Everybody both of them.
0: I <laughs> just think that there's no real purpose, which is kind of sad, but I feel I mean, in a way, it's a little true.
1: So, anyways, <laughs> his writing styles obviously show a dark, cruel side of him that, like, he doesn't really like he shows in his writing but I feel like he doesn't really show it outside of his world okay sorry so like basically what Abby said like like basically like everybody's just in a waiting line to die that's what I put so dark yeah that's what he is he's just pretty deep yeah and like the quotes that he or he quotes this after everybody, or after not everybody, but anytime, any, goes. yeah, anytime. So, I can't talk today. So, it goes. So, it goes. I can't talk he today. He doesn't so. care. He thinks it's
0: just the way it is. Meaning inevitable.
1: that, yeah, death is inevitable and like it happens to everybody. And, like, yeah, it's just like his reply. <laughs> what <laughs> you laughed first. <laughs> So, like, that reflects on his personality, and like, yeah, and like his,
2: yeah, dark.
1: Mm-hmm. and he has like a very unique writing style, like, obviously. Okay, your turn. Together, okay, Nadia, take it away. No. First. <laughs> no. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if we want
0: what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not singing. We're going to do our normal background. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa.
0: Whoa. whoa we're from tralfamador i'm janet sweer i'm laura stahlberg
2: i'm JJ Hayden. whoa hey yeah, uh, this is
0: Jelace from uh planet tralfamador right.
2: whoa yeah this is ayana from tralfamador this is all of them
0: Okay, so now after that amazing interlude that you just listened to of all of our friends saying that they're from Whoa. the alien area, they're like the aliens, kind of. And our thing to kind of split it up, you know, oh, break yeah. it up, kind of like the story would in slaughterhouse Five. So okay, now Nadia, Nadia is going to talk about her image. Uh, Take it away.
2: Oh, okay, so... Um, in Kurt Vonnegut's book, slaughterhouse Five, he explores this battle with fate in a unique retelling. Shut up. You got it. Are you able to cut stuff out because I am literally so annoying. No, you're not. I can't <laughs> get it out. Going. You can do okay, it. Okay, whatever. Um, throughout the novel, Vonnegut describes Billy's constant conflict between fate and free will to truly illustrate his image of life. That the search for free will is what truly makes one human. I like oh,
0: that. thing like nice finding well. himself
2: Ugh, yeah. everything in his life anyways so like the whole thing that i talked about was really that like bad things are constantly happening around the world tragedies loss heartbreak wars, sure. and death yeah and as a result of these hardships so, it is often found COVID. that people would rather leave the loss to the inevitable and forget about it rather than sure. hold on to the pain any longer coping <laughs> <laughs> Instead, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five suggests that in order to truly be human, one must accept the role of free will and embrace all of the emotions that go along with it, yep. even pain. Ooh, Bailey like was that. put through the yep. most traumatic experiences, giving him the ultimate reason to refute any idea of free will as a way to cope. In the end, Kurt Vonnegut clearly used this as a way to show that no matter how much someone may refuse to act of free will, it is only human to rebound right back to it. Free will is the one thing that separates us all from everything else in the
1: world. Can I decide a note? Sure, I wish y'all can see Nadia right now. She's doing all these hand motions and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> Get
2: like into it. Yeah.
1: I thought it was funny.
0: I mean, I kind of like that idea of free will. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, and also, like as it goes along, he learns to like accept his fate.
0: Yeah. Well, his way of coping, I think, is to accept yeah. his free will and kind of figure out that. Mm-hmm. everybody around him like the way that they stay alive or through his memories even when they die so yeah. i think that's kind of why he brings back all his memories so much very well said. So yeah that's kind of yeah yep. yeah you better kind of know um it's- the next image of life project is the one that i created and i kind of thought of it more like he thought of life as a puzzle where you can fit all the different pieces together any way that you like and your end result will always be the same like you're all and no matter what you're going to die one day like there's not really anything you can do to stop that unless so, you're me. unless you're immortal like me oh.
2: <laughs> I'm just so,
0: different. so Sorry. but no matter what the way that your life is all going to fit together is going to be the same and no matter what memories you go through it's always all the memories can be different you can choose different paths to take but you're always going to get there which kind of like a puzzle because if you start with the middle and fan out, you're always gonna get to the same picture. If you start on the outside and fan in, you're gonna get the same picture at the end. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking about. And one thing that I noticed in the book, there's a quote that I just kind of modified a little bit, make it smaller, but it is, there isn't any particular relationship between the messages, but when seen all at once, they produce an image of life that's beautiful. There's no beginning, no middle, no end. And that kind of creates a sense of life how it's looked at as a picture because it doesn't matter where you look in a picture everything together creates the image and so to Vonnegut life doesn't ever cease to exist and it never ceases to get broken up in a way that can't be fit back together again which is kind of like a puzzle so uh, when you start off a puzzle let's say that you're creating this puzzle of a dog so you start off with a hundred pieces and you start fitting them all together. There's no rhyme or reason when you just look at the pieces all separated. But once you're done, like, wow, it's a dog. it's a puzzle. It's a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I kind of thought of this kind of like in real life when you go to a funeral or something like this is kind of
1: I never went sad, but like
0: if you've been to a funeral,
1: not me, I've never been to a funeral. Uh, that's. Wouldn't that be Good kind of fun you. though? No. <laughs> no. Okay, but... well,
0: let's food. Really side note. <laughs> Sorry. No. When you go to a funeral, they'll have pictures and stuff of their whole lives. And so then you look at their entire life and you can see who they were. So if you just look at somebody when they were a kid, you're not gonna get a grasp of everything that they are.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: when you go to their funeral at the end of their life, you see everything that they are all together and you can really pick out who they are as a person and what their life was like, which is kind of why I think Vonnegut chose to put Billy's life in the book like this because it kind of puts him all together in many different ways at once. So you can kind of see who he is part by part. as one person through all of his memories instead of just his childhood or his adulthood. You can see both of them and how he was made how he is. That's just kind good of what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Thank really, you. really good observation. Good job, Abby. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, uh, So yeah, that's kind of life is like a puzzle. I have to put all the pieces together. And life is like a
1: box of chocolates. Can you never know. You never know. That right? makes me tear up. That makes me
0: Life is like a a box of chocolates in the same way it's like a puzzle. Kurt Vonnegut.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I don't think he's on that. Whoa, yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Today
0: we just kind of talked about the Kurt Vonnegut's book, Slaughterhouse-Five, and kind of what we pulled from that. Yeah. And just how Vonnegut sees life. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what today was
1: about. And our image of life projects. True. That's. What Abby's I, I was the most creative, hands I down. don't feel like that's true. I think it mm-hmm. is. Well. Because me and Nadia's were just presentations. <laughs> <laughs> yours, was just like a, yes, <laughs> yours was a whole puzzle. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyways. So, yeah. Three. Yep. Thank you for listening.
0: That's kind of just what we talked about today. Bye. See you later, G-Dogs. Thanks for listening. That was not planned, by
1: the way. Bye. Bye.